football game. Tatum drives down and throws it down. Wow. The throw rainbows it down the right side for Kyle Pitts. He's got it. He's there. Touchdown. Oh, my. Oh, my indeed. Welcome back, everyone, to the Sports Bits podcast with Boko here to talk about all things Boston Celtics and NBA playoffs. And a lot more because we have a couple of things outside the playoffs that we want to talk about today. So obviously the draft lottery happened last week and Team USA's full roster got announced last week. We didn't get to really talk about it because we were short on time and we had a lot of funny moments, Shanghai Sharks moments that pulled up out of nowhere. So, you know, I think we had a fun episode last week and I think this week we should, we could talk about the stuff we missed. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just me and James today. So we're going to get rocking on, on it because uh, I know we had work and we all have our own normal lives to go to. So uh, let's get on with the draft lottery. Uh, I mean, it just happened last week. Apparently it was the most boring thing ever from everyone who I've like, listened to in the past week. Talk about like, yeah, the announcer was crap. And then a lot of like, just, it just wasn't fun to watch compared to most of the years. Cause also it's right in the middle of the playoffs. Right. So it's just kind of the worst timing for it. Cause I think no one was really watching it. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, and I thought that like, you know, it was interesting to like, obviously, it's always interesting to see who gets like what pick and everything, but like no one pays attention to it that extensively. And also like they, they started doing like the, uh, like a, sh- a mini show for it. That's like a half hour long. I think that like just shows like the first 15 picks and like the lottery. And it's like, it's boring and you know like no one really like pays attention to it like it's just like them just reading off the cards and then it's it's over like it it's not as interesting as something like the actual NBA draft where you see the next up-and-coming players get drafted to the league you know it's just like it they, it doesn't need to be a thing I think that they record it because some fans are skeptical of what they actually do in that room it's also like a, it's literally like a 12 by 12 foot room like it's not even like a big room or anything it's so small and like I, I don't know I think that it's it's a dumb thing to have on tv but like I get why they have it in the first place I guess yeah I mean they also removed the balls this year so like I guess it wasn't that I think that was the most authentic way to do it but right. you know you know what, whatever. But uh, the thing that I, I, you know, everyone's been saying like, oh, Houston, Toronto stole the the lottery and then OKC got robbed of their first first round pick. And, you know, Sam Presti will take six. I think he'll take take it. But um, yeah, it kind of sucks. And also not to mention Orlando's got two top top 15 picks. I didn't realize that they traded up with Chicago to get the eighth pick. So that's really good for them. Otherwise, yeah. most of these seem pretty normal. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I watched college basketball, so I think, you know, Cade to Detroit's obvious. Houston probably would take Jalen Green. Right. You know, from there, I really don't know who's going to take. Actually, Mobley's going to go to Houston or Mobley's going to go to Cleveland. Suggs may get taken in that round somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Or he might fall. Actually, I've heard I've heard reports that Suggs might I, fall like OKC. I've heard, six. Yeah, I've heard like both. I've heard that you could go like in the top three and then he could fall to like the eighth i'm like i think he'll he'll get uh, honestly in my opinion i think he'll go to like orlando yeah i mean anything could happen because look look at what happened to anthony bennett and what 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 draft 2013 (laughs) yeah that was a while ago now it is a while ago but it's always funny to reference him when we're talking about crappy draft picks so i mean he just gets bottom bottom tier like that's just (laughs) not like you can't get worse than that other than like some guy in like the seventies, I think. Exactly. Oh my 
but yeah, I mean, there's not much to talk about. It's just draft lottery happened. You can tell how, like, you can tell our energy about it is like as boring as it is to watch the draft lottery. Right. So yeah. that's kind of like the gist of what I'm saying about it. So that's really it. I think the next thing will be a little bit more exciting because there's actually some interesting news about it that, you know, just from Twitter, like it's not anything serious, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So also another thing that happened, of course, we talked about earlier, Team USA rosters got released. Yeah. So I'm just going to list off the players real quick and I'm going to, you know, just, I'll give James, have James uh, give his a little bit about it. But uh, the list goes Bam Adebayo, Bradley Beal, uh, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Zach Levine, uh, Damian Lillard, Kevin Love, Chris Middleton, and Jason Tatum. My boy Jason Tatum's on the USA team, so I'm sure. I'm happy about it. I don't know about you with uh, Devin Booker because he's still playing in the playoffs. So yeah, I don't know what I your mean, thoughts on that. I'm uh, I'm pretty happy with it. I think that Booker will be fine with it. Like I don't think that he's gonna. Normal. Let's let's be honest. USA never takes it too seriously, but that's they kind of know that they're gonna win it most years. So <laughs> that's why I say that. Yeah. Like you know, like obviously it was a lot more competitive, you know, back in the day. Like especially in like the '90s. Obviously, USA still smacked, but yep. you know, like it was like other countries still had a lot of potential <clears throat> against them. Nowadays, it's you know, you you got Australia, like Serbia, Lithuania, and like that's kind of it, and maybe Spain. <laughs> but yeah, like, maybe Spain. Yeah, even they, even they don't even have the Gasol brothers anymore. So like you know, they're. It, they don't have that. There's not a lot of countries that will actually go up against USA in like a tough battle. But um, in my opinion, I think Australia is probably the best with like Patty Mills and like Bogey and a couple other uh, Australian players. They made a good run, like I think two years back, three years maybe. And uh, you know, they, they look like the best competition up against USA, but um, I think that, you know, Devin Booker will, I mean, he, like I said, I don't think that he'll take it too seriously though. He'll nope. still obviously work hard, but, um, you know, it's right after playoffs and I don't think that it's, you know, a big, a huge deal. Obviously winning a gold medal is an amazing uh, feat of accomplishment, but, you know, in terms of basketball for USA, it's not. No competition. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but, um, I'm happy for Jason Tatum. I think that Jalen Brown should have also tried to get on the team, but, mm-hmm. uh, I guess he didn't get like an invite or anything, but, um, weird from, uh, weird to see, uh, in my opinion, weird to see Kevin Love, weird to see Drew, Drew, uh, Drew Holiday, weird to see Draymond, uh, Jeremy Grant, I'm happy for kind of confused how he got in, into the team, but, <laughs> Like, you know, like some of the, the, but the rest of those players very, de- all of the, I mean, all of the players very deserving, but like yep. some of the players are questionable. Questionable. No, I mean, I, I love all the team. It's just because like a lot of people are opting out and I'm surprised like some of the play- people who play in the playoffs are still, are going to do it. Like Kevin Durant, you know, Devin right. Booker. And that's like my other thing that I want to talk about is that, uh, you know, some of these players are going to have like no rest. They're going to play in, like they're going to go finish the playoffs or like, or they're already finishing having their, like their couple weeks of break and then going straight to Team USA. Yeah. And that's going to really suck because for injury wise, and they have to jump from Team USA right back to the regular teams and for the regular season in October, which they're playing to start in October, which is really stupid for the NBA to like. That's the reason why we have so many injuries this season is because we started early last time, last time from the bubble and everything. So it's just, it doesn't help. Second of all, Another thing I want to talk about real quick before I get the uh, the actual headline that ta- came out of Team USA is that LeBron is not on Team USA. Right. And that we were talking about this. is like, that really shows where his head is at. He's not – and a lot of people are saying, like, oh, you should be representing your country. You're the best player, and, like, you're the icon of basketball. Like, why aren't you playing? 
I'm like, it shows where his head is at. He's clearly trying to like cool down, trying to rest. He's getting old and focusing on other ventures, right. entrepreneurship and movies and other things. So he's not really focused on basketball as much as he used to be anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to, I want to see what you thought, what your thoughts about the LeBron thing real quick. I mean, uh, in my opinion, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of happy. You know, uh, I'm part of me is, is happy that LeBron's not on the team. Um, I think that this is a uh, this is a tell within itself of LeBron saying I'm getting too old for this and I need <laughs> to calm it down and I think that he's right because he does and um, I think that he can't really I think he this especially with the age that he's at he's in his years where he's going to start fading away from the NBA and I'm completely fine with that it's sad and I really am obviously upset about it but like you know as would a lot of the entire rest of the world be but you know we're this is this is the new NBA we're gonna see all these awesome up-and-coming players like Luka Doncic, Giannis like all these young Devin Booker all these young players that are going to start dominating the league and we're gonna see our new maybe not our new exact up-and-coming of LeBron or MJ or whatever but something different and I'm excited to see that. So I'm I'm happy personally that LeBron said I'm going to take a step aside this this uh, this offseason. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's all right for him. I I just uh, I, I think he should be there for at least like coaching or leadership wise. He should doesn't like yeah, he doesn't I mean, have sure to play. Show up. You know, I'm sure he might show up. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. We'll see. But yeah, and then the, the other headline, apparently people were like, it's not like a big headline, but people were still like mad about it on Twitter for like a day or two. Is that like, people are saying like, why did Kevin Love get on the team? Because he's like the token white guy on the team type deal. I'm like, bruh, he wasn't even that bad during the regular season. A lot of people are opting out, including people like Jokic has to play for his home team. And even then he's opting out from his home team. Yeah. So, like, I think Kevin Love was the best available. I mean, you said Jalen Brown probably would have been a better substitute in my mind. I mean, what are your thoughts on that little token white guy, whatever? I mean, like, we've had teams in the past with, like, one white guy or all black guys, you know, that's, like, right. not trying to be controversial or anything. But I'm just, like, look at history. Like, just yeah. history says it all. Exactly. I mean, like, you know, based off of just facts, I mean, it's a predominantly <laughs> African-American league. And, mm-hmm. like... You know, it's just going to be like that anyway. You know, uh, it's not—it's not anything that has to do with race or whatever. They're just—they're—they're they're better players. They're like the, the the people that have been in the league and are predominantly African American, they're better players and they're good. Mm-hmm. And there are better white players as well. Like Larry Bird was a great example of an amazing white player, arguably one of the best players in, ever to play the game. And mm-hmm. He was on the Olympic teams, and he was known as sometimes the token white guy. But like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just I, I I'm tired of like people like trying to bring race into this because it's not a big deal. And you know, like the the NBA teams, the Olympic teams, the whatever basketball teams, organizations, like it shouldn't matter with race or whatever. And people shouldn't be bothered if there is a token white guy or even a token black guy. Like, who cares? they're all playing basketball and they're all trying to win. Like, let's just enjoy it at that. Yeah. And I, I like, again, with the Jalen Brown thing, like I'm basing that off of skill. Like not, I think Kevin Love is great, but I think Jalen Brown is better. That's like my opinion. Right. I agree. And, like it, it's nothing about race. Like I think, cause I was a fan of, I was watching Jalen Brown the whole season. I was a Celtics fan. I'm also a little biased because I am yeah. a Celtics fan. So I want Jalen Brown on the team, you know, representing our team USA. But uh, 
I mean, yeah, it's whatever. I mean, if he, if Jalen Brown probably wanted to opt, uh, probably wanted to opt out of the Olympics and get some rest for next season, like that's probably a good idea for both of our young guys. I know Jason Tatum still wants to play, so props to him. So, you know, hopefully they, he doesn't get injured again next season because he's playing constant basketball for like about a two-year stretch or whatever. Yeah. It's been since regular offseason. So, yeah, I mean, that's really it. Like, there's not wasn't really much to talk about. I just want to talk about Team USA and hope that we can win the Olympics again, you know, as usual, because we dominate. And not to mention, Luca. I think Luca's opting out, and I think Jokic is opting out. So those are the two big guys from foreign teams that we don't need to worry about. Right. So I think that's good. And then uh, that's really it for any other, like, side news. That I could, uh, that we, I really could brainstorm up that, you know, there's not like anything big that was notable to talk about other than the playoff games, which I'll be honest. My first thing is that some of these, like, I'm surprised how close they are. You know, I, we had like, I know you had Suns and Foe, but now it's Suns, it's Suns are up by three, Suns up three, two, and the the Hawks, uh, the Hawks and, uh, what is the Hawks and Bucks are at two and two right now. I mean, like, what are your thoughts? Like, we're still talking about playoff basketball. We're still talking about conference final, conference finals basketball right now. Let so. me be real. Obviously, like you know, the 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 Suns and Four thing was obviously like a real hope that could have happened. <laughs> but like you know, I um you know it wasn't uh you know it was obviously some it's a little bit of jokes. But um in my <laughs> honest opinion, I genuinely thought that the Suns were going to win in five. So me watching them lose the other night was a very frustrating thing for me personally, though I do believe that going into L.A. that the Suns should finish the job. And if it goes to seven, then I will genuinely be very concerned. But um, I think that the Suns will finish the job. I think that they're all very frustrated of how they played in game five. And they uh, and they need to they need to show them that they deserve to be in the finals over the Clippers because they do, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people would say that too. So, I mean, it, and especially, you know, I was talking to my friends about this last night, you know, that all, all of them were saying that like, Oh, well, the Suns had an easier ride to the championship because of injuries. But I want to say that it doesn't, it shouldn't discount their winning in them winning in the playoffs on top of it shouldn't, it didn't mean that it was an easy job in the first place, just because that there were a lot of injuries on their way there doesn't mean that it was an, it was a completely easy ride. It was still hard. They still beat the Lakers and LeBron still could have done more. They probably could have pushed that game to uh, push that series to seven. If LeBron actually stepped up, Jamal Murray was injured before the series even started in the second round same with Kawhi. So like people it's saying that in all those injuries are a big, big factor into the Suns winning, I think is a little bit of an exaggeration because the Suns are still playing out of their mind and they need to do better in this series against the Clippers. And they've been having a little bit of a hard time, but I do think that they should win tonight. Um, in, hope. In, yeah, <laughs> hope. Um, in, in terms of, the uh the the bucks hawks matchup i'm very can i I pause real quick because i'm gonna go series by series and i just want to give my little take on this because i sent this tiktok to read i didn't want to send to you yet but it's a basically a thing like sun's not gonna be an easy matchup coming up coming up to the uh, the clippers and the clippers has like a vaccinated peak pulling up and you got like pat bev like punching people and it's just like oh my god this is so bad because that's how the clippers play they're just playing so scrappy and then pan uh, then pandemic p turning into vaccinated p right now 
absolutely dominating. So I just had to say that <laughs> vaccinated P is pulling up against, oh. against the funds. <laughs> Second thing, um, I seriously, I, I don't know what to say about the, um, the whole, uh, yeah, if you see like the Kawhi thing, like Kawhi just sitting up there, like no motion, just like sit with your team, my guy. That's the thing. That's another thing I was gonna say that, but yeah, he's not. He's sitting up in the booth, and I'm assuming he wants to sit with his family and all. But like, you know, at least you can get your your family like front row seats and all. You know, you can do all that stuff. You know, but point. It was just interesting that he wasn't sitting with his team. He's not gonna be able to play for the rest of the playoffs probably. But yeah. that's just another thing I noticed. It was just Kawhi. Like I know the memes are circulating around. It's just him, just like slouching, like. Not not even celebrating after they win. I mean, that's a, such a Kawhi thing, but still, it's just kind of funny to see that. I mean, it's I, I'm gonna like just serious note. Clippers are are playing really well. They're playing really scrappy, which I I mean, they're playing like the the NBA was like in the early 2000s. Like I think they're playing really scrappy. Not as scrappy as the 80s, but I think like Pat Bev. You see what he's doing. Like you saw last night or two nights ago when he like he tried to break a screen, then he dove on. Like he basically instead of die, like going at him, he went under Chris Paul and just like knocked him to the ground. Like yeah. That that would never be called a flagrant one. That would actually just be a regular foul in the old NBA, but now it's a flagrant. So they're they're really just trying to get under their skin. Like you know, I think that's I think it's working partly, but that's partially working too. Right, but and it's frustrating to watch. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yeah. that's that's why I said Clippers in six because I really thought they had a chance to get a chance to get two, and they're going to play really scrappy, really good defense. Yep. Well, Ty Lue's a great happen, coach. What? Well, that didn't happen, did it? In my, I'm saying the Suns are going to win in six. Damn. You said the Clippers in six. Oh, no, I said Suns in six. Oh, you said Clippers in six, but... I didn't say Clippers. I said they're going to win two That's games. I said Clippers in six. Oh, oh no, 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 no. It's <laughs> not what I meant. Not what I meant. I meant Suns in six because I really thought they're going to win two games. <laughs> no, I, I seriously, I want this. I want Suns versus Hawks. I think that now, I'm like, so up like that game. <laughs> <laughs> especially in front of you. But yeah, uh, yeah, I really want to see. I think my like dream matchup is gonna be Suns versus Hawks. Just seeing like two young players duke it out. Yeah, you know, for the for the finals because I think cool. the Bucks. I don't think they're gonna play well. Not to mention, I forgot. I was going on this little Ty Lue thing, kind of went on side train. But Ty Lue is an amazing coach. Like if you. Chauncey Billups has given a lot of praise to Ty Lue because, like, if you heard about the stories about, like, like he Ty Lue stayed in – or Chauncey Billups stayed in Ty Lue's house for, like, seven weeks to teach him, how like, how to coach, how to do switches, make rotations, and everything. And that's why – I think he credits Ty Lue on getting hired by the Blazers. So that's an interesting thing. Ty Lue – we're I'm giving a lot more props than I used to. So that's all I'm going to say about that, but, uh, but the Clippers, so. I'm uh, I'm very happy for Chauncey Billups for getting that uh, Portland job. Should have been the Celtics job, but whatever. Emei Odoka, I'm still happy. I'm still happy for Emei Odoka. Sign Kenny Atkinson. Sign Kenny. Yes, I Kenny Axon assistant. We're going to get Kenny Axon as an assistant coach. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's it. The Suns are playing well. I'm gonna, I don't have to say much about the Suns. They're playing really well, and there's not really they're playing as I expected. So there's not much else to say. But the Hawks are not playing as as I expected. Two and two against the Bucks, and I am shocked. I'm going to say, to say the least, I am shocked. So, well, uh, what I will say is that last night was extremely shocking. Yes, and especially one because the Hawks smacked without Trey Young. On top of, Giannis got injured. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning that because I was going to talk about that. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yep. And those those two things are really, really, really bad for the box. Yeah. So we'll see <laughs> we'll see how it goes from here. 
Yeah, but I'm glad you mentioned the injury because uh, my little note was like Giannis. Um, so there's actually an update from Woj actually 22 minutes ago or 30 minutes from now, whatever it was. But it says no structural knee damage. So like there was nothing like no torn ACLs, no nothing. But the timetable is uncertain. So it gives the Hawks a chance if he's not coming back to really dominate the rest of the team that like seems to be on and off, like very, you know, it's not consistent, you know, like I think Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday are great players, but they're never consistent enough to carry this team as it needs. If they were like way more consistent, I think they could easily smack the Hawks, but they're not. So that's why I'm saying the Hawks could really win this game. And I'm really having high hopes on the Hawks to win. And second thing, Trey's going to be back for game five. I'm pretty sure from what I've seen. But like, should be. I'm just, I was just very, um, I was just very surprised with how this was, uh, how this was turning out, along with uh, how game uh, game four went. You know, just mm-hmm. in general, because like the Hawks were just playing out of their minds. And uh, I mean, <laughs> are you good? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you didn't look too hot, but I, I think it's funny enough when I look at this Hawks team, it, it reminds me of the Jazz, like the Jazz in the East. Like all these players are contributing really well. All these like role players are pl- shooting, making their shots, doing really well. Their their uh, was it their total uh, true shooting percentage is over like fifty five percent as a team, so that's really good. Um, yeah, I mean it looks like the Jazz of the East. Like they're all, all they have a ton of role players stepping up, and then of course, even without Trey Trey Young, they're dominating without him. Like imagine if if the Jazz didn't have Donovan Mitchell, they wouldn't be as good. Let's be honest here. But with I mean, the, yeah. the the Hawks without Trey Young, popping off. I'm just gonna say that it's they great. I mean, it's it's um it's definitely uh, interesting to see, and I, I'm I'm excited to see you know more of it if that happens. But like you know, Trey Young is a really good player, and he helps this team a lot. But like that team is underrated as. Uh, as a team, like without him, you know, like I think that a lot of people did not expect them to do as well as they did against the Bucks last night. I didn't expect that either. Even with Giannis, like when he, even when Giannis was in, the, I got I give a quick shout out to Aneka Kongwu for locking down Giannis. If you did watch yeah. that game last night, he yeah. I think they might stick to have him stick on Giannis from from here on out if he does come yeah. back. If not, they're screwed. I'm gonna say yeah. that probably, probably, but yeah, there's not. I mean. I really wanted the Bucks to win. I think this like the, this was their window to like win a championship, but um, doesn't look like it anymore. Not with this new young team, and like just like you said earlier, these young players are stepping up to be the new dominant force in the NBA. Trey Young is one of them, and Devin Booker is another one of them. So uh, I'm I'm going to be surprised to see these two young players in the finals if they do make it. Even though Suns are going to win regardless. So I mean, if they're going up against the Hawks, then like that's a. Oh, I, I, in my opinion, I think that's an almost guaranteed, guaranteed win. Even if it goes to six, I think or seven, I think it's still hot. Suns. Yeah, really I think if it, I think even if it goes to six or seven, I think that the Suns still win. Like anyway. And it's like, funny because like, oh yeah, go for it. You can finish. I that. was just gonna say I'm just confident. I'm also just confident, but like at the same time, like statistically, it's just like the, the Suns are just dominating every team. Yeah, and it's funny. Uh, I wanted to talk about this real quick because it's like in like La La hypothetical land. But if the Suns and Hawks make it, these two fan bases are deprived of a championship, and this is going to be an interesting get, like finals to watch these fans go crazy, yeah, against each other and just like heckling the crap out of players. You know, making it uncomfortable, making home games uncomfortable for the other team. You know, if, if you want to get really technical, you could say that the Hawks won in like '59, but like. <laughs> I, I don't really count that. 
And yeah. it was also the St. Louis Hawks. St. Louis Hawks. And I don't think yeah. the Hawks have been anywhere close. Wait. Have they been anywhere close, or am I thinking of the – no, I'm thinking of the Rockets with Kim Olajuwon. I don't think the Hawks have been any, anywhere close to the finals they in my recollection. The only time that they were actually, like, a really good team was, um, I want to say, 2015 when – Oh, Hawks Al Horford, had, right? Al Horford, Al Horford Jeff Teague, Damari Carroll. Yeah, that um, team was not making that. it. Yeah. <laughs> that team was not making it, let's be honest here. <laughs> so – yeah, I know. I don't know if you can think of any other time. So yeah, these two teams are really deprived, and not to mention the Suns have been burnt multiple times in the finals. So yeah. this is going to be an interesting uh, finals. But uh, yeah, I mean that's really it on the on the notes on the notes and all the stuff that's happened in the NBA. I mean, unless you have any other like interesting news that you picked up on that I didn't, you know, pick um, up on. The only thing that I thought that was like kind of slightly hot take worthy was that I saw a couple rumors saying that. The I and they could be fake, but I did see a couple of them saying that um, the Nets are looking at trade options for Kyrie. I mean, I'm not opposed to it because I hate Kyrie as a Celtics fan, but you know, I don't. I don't think that like that they will trade him, but they said that they were open to trades. Yeah, well, as Celtics fan, I like it because I hate Kyrie anyway. But oh, Mm -hmm. funny enough, I saw this on Twitter. A a Boston sports news uh, radio show or whatever said they should trade Tatum and Brown for Dame because Dame's a superstar and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are not even stars. I'm like, excuse me? I don't even know what the radio station is. I don't care. I just saw that quote on Twitter. I'm like, tw- uh, tw- uh, Twitter, but I was like, excuse me? Well, These two are all stars. Like, what are you on about? Yeah, that's kind of whack. Like, I don't really – and also that, like, makes no sense in, in terms of salary. Yeah, because you would have to sign and trade Tatum, which is like yeah, that would be an no. impossible trade to do. <clears throat> it would just lo- load up our cap space, and it would just be disgusting. And I think Brad Stevens is smarter than that. Let's be honest here. Yeah. So, a pretty short podcast today. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, that, a bit. not much to talk about. I mean, there's not really anything breaking news wise. I mean, other yeah. than Team USA, it was just like that's the biggest thing headline I've seen. Yeah. That I could think of. I mean, other than the coaching, like I, I, there is like other coaching hires we could talk about, but like, I, there's nothing really notable. I think Chance Billups of the Blazers is probably the most notable one, and I think congrats, like I think he deserves it. So, yeah, that's all I had to say. The two, the only two things that I have to say about like the coaching searches is that like, one, Kenny Atkinson should be getting like every call, which I've been saying for like the last two podcasts, I think, and then, um. I'm 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 surprised that no other teams other than Portland reached out to Becky Hammond. Mm, oh right, Becky Hammond was a uh, was a candidate for for a coaching uh, coaching job. That's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. She's been so, she's just like Ime Odoka, like she's an assistant for Pop for so many years. I she'd be really qualified. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see if any teams take a look, like uh, maybe like Orlando. Oh, like Sacramento. Can can Boston hire Kenny Axon and and and, and Brittany, Brittany Hammond uh, for assistance? Question mark. Yeah, that would be hot. that would be hell hype, honestly. I know that'd be like two former Spurs assistants, and then uh, and then we got Kenny. So yeah. that'd be kind of sick. I'm not gonna lie, and that would carry yeah. our team a lot. I, I do. On, I honestly, and for like, and I think that I said this last podcast, but I'm not 100 sure, or the last time that I was on the podcast, but um. I think that I genuinely do believe that Kenny should go to the Timberwolves coach. Cause like get back with D'Lo work out that shit with cat 
and then you um, you might have something cooking with Anthony Edwards, like and yes. all collectively yes. as combined. So like we'll trade away like, a Kogi and all these other crappy players and get some draft yeah, capital. Like, like try and try and get something running a little bit there. Try and get some try and get some cooking because you like you can't have that much potential talent sitting at the 15 seed for five years. Like I'm like that's just a waste. A waste. I agree. And no, anyone's better than who it was. I don't even know the former guy at the T Wolves because he's he was just so un, so terrible. I don't even know. Yeah, who it I was. don't even remember that who, who was coaching that who was coaching that team. I can look it up right now, and we're gonna be like who? Like we're gonna be, we're gonna look at him like who? Oh, uh, Ryan Saunders. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who? <laughs> Ryan Saunders and Chris Finch. Who? <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. T-Wolves need to pick up Kenny Atkinson, but yeah, that's really it for the podcast. Uh, if you're made it this far, subscribe. It's a pretty short one. And hopefully next week we'll see who the conference finals are. We're going to, who's going to, or we're going to see who's in the conference final or in the, in the, what am I saying? NBA finals. We're going to see who's in the NBA finals. Maybe a game or two will pass and we can get our, like, you know, our reaction on that. I mean, might actually funny enough. Uh, we might actually do a, um, like we did with the Nets, I want to do maybe a late game, uh, like a like a post game reaction or like post series reaction, the day of like if the Suns win or if the Hawks win. So you know, yeah. look out for that. So you might see Reed, just Reed or Reed James, whoever is available that night. You know, really yeah. late night, whoever when the game ends. So I know Reed was uh, absolutely uh, you know heartbroken when his team lost. We'll see what happens when uh, uh, the Suns win potentially. We'll see how James's reaction is. If the Suns, if the Suns either went tonight or um, in Game Seven, or if they lose, which is not going to happen, um, <laughs> don't they, manifest I, it. But the Suns are, uh, if the Suns win, then we do a postseason uh, post series reaction. If I'm not inebriated, I will be here. That is <laughs> that. Yeah, so I want to definitely want to get James' reaction on that series. So yeah, look out for that. We will see y'all next week with NBA Finals content because that's going to be finally coming up. So we'll see you next week. Peace.